You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best, the, to- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The rat. <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. It's time for a TF52 flashback. Given the CIA... I'm sorry about the mouth breathing there, guys. <clears throat> Given the CIA annex was designated a high-threat posting by the agency and described to Fox News as having an ex- exponent... Benchinary, exponentiary feeling. <laughs> say that again. Exponentiary. Wait, I can't even say it. Expeditionary feeling there was not a lot of classified material to dispose of. <laughs> classified communication equipment was also near minimal. Within two and a half hours of the decision by the CIA chief of base, the agency's point person in Benghazi, the annex was cleared of the classified material and equipment. Both CIA Director David Petraeus and Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, who oversees the nation's 16 intelligence agencies, were notified of the decision which was made on the grounds on, on the ground in Libya and not directed by Washington. Fox News has pre- previously reported... All right, all right. Pause. Pause. All right, do you see a, a, a CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, is actually performing military actions without the guidance of the chief of the military. Right. What does that tell you? Well, the CIA shouldn't be operating, period. That's a whole other discussion rogue. we have. They've gone rogue. They've gone rogue a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Check one, two. We got the flavor, son. We got the flavor, son. We got the flavor, son. I'm back one more time, never think it's slowing down until I hit album nine. My chance is time, don't give a damn about the rest. Look like Superman, put the S back on my chest. Now I've seen some progress, it's hard for me to stop. I got to up the status now when these albums drop. No pop mix with chips, no G-rated hits. I keep a shit explicit jizz like the polar flakes. Come all when the spit, the only way to do it. Bring what I know and what I know is making music. Bring my message across the seas, infect like a disease. And leave the game in ashes like a fire does the trees. Just be easy, son, it's time for me to run. Welcome to the enterprise in the face of set the sun. Now we out having fun, tonight we live it up. The heights is in the mix, so go ahead and fill those
drop heavy Cops is petty and not me, I'm Nas and Belly Legendary with the melody, lyrical remedy Thought hip-hop was dead, what the fuck is you telling me? You'll be back like a bad rash, a bad stash Like doing the mad dash from stealing your man's cash Or doing a blast, me and face in a green flash Dropping more lines and everyone's catching a deep pass A lean mass I'll be packing the mean sash Chicks be double team and we're making them cream fast I mean last, cause I'll be bad if it's selfish These chicken-headed bitches more outdated than Dreamcast Chase my get-up, Bronx keeps my head up We all gotta eat bullshit, got me fed up You get wet up, set up, it's all business Fuck around and end up like Jimmy Biscuit face all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats catch salty talk mondays and wednesdays and every friday for salty's weekend warm-up 4 p.m eastern time add a little salt to your life and be more dog
read an article in the Inquirer about my being drunk, and it was like, that poor fuck, oh, fuck, that's me. Now, weird thing, too, about when you read articles in the Inquirer or TMZ, and you're looking at all these assholes, going, those poor motherfuckers, look at that. And only the Germans could come up with a word for that. Feeling pleasure at other people's misfortune. It's called Schadenfreude. And only the Germans could go, we found a fucking word for that. God bless you. And I was once on a German talk show, and if you, if you want to go on one, it's a lot of fun. It's really fun. And I was on this German talk show, and this woman said to me, she said, Mr. Williams, why do you think there's not so much comedy in Germany? And I said, did you ever think you killed all the funny people? <laughs> and... It was... And here's where it got interesting. She didn't bat an eyelash, she just went, no. At that point, even God's going, do you get it? German comedy, knock, knock, we ask the questions. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Uh, what could that truth be on this August 22nd, 2017? It's a Tuesday. We're back. We're here. The first 52 live coming at you. So many different things have gone down. We got a lot of things to talk about. Danny Panzelli. Panzella. I never get his name right. I always fuck his name up. So I'll be doing it all night, I'm sure. He'll be joining us tonight. We don't have Lexi tonight. Unfortunately, she's uh, she wants to take care of some stuff, get some things uh, organized in the house. We haven't caught up from vacation yet, so there's a, there's a bunch of things to, to try to figure out. Uh, I've got my Guatemala boy. My Guatemala boy. That doesn't sound very good, does it? Dave, you over there, brother? I am here. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. Excellent. How is Guatemala doing you? Oh, it's great, man. It's absolutely great. Absolutely great. You know, I'm looking over at the uh, at the Jack Blood Free Radio Free Blood chat room, and I see uh, I see we must have a new listener there. Back pocket broadcast. What is the first fifty two? Is the question, Dave? Do you want to answer that question? The first fifty two. Well, the first. The thing is, it's the um, the name of the show is the first fifty two words of the constitution of the united states you know the whole the preamble which is we the people blah 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 blah. um and that you know and you know we might be conspiracy theorists there might be this or that and you know like i'm a volunteer and i'm an i'm an anarchist but the one thing that we can agree on is like listen if the government's going to do shit it's gotta go by the rules set forth for them by we the people which is in the constitution which they seem to wipe their asses with constantly wiping their asses with it we see them wiping it daily currently we see people all over this country just wiping their asses with the constitution and that's disturbing you know it it might not be a perfect document but uh it's given us a lot of direction and and uh, a lot of support over the years this is true and again I'm just I'm just trying to adhere. I'm just trying to point out that 
most of the government does not adhere to this. And, and now we're in the final stages of the death of the Bill of Rights because Antifa is um, gunning for our First Amendment rights. Yes, they are. We will get into that later. We have, uh, again, Danny Ponzella. He's going to be joining us at the 7 o'clock hour, which we can dive right into that. I know that's mainly what he wants to talk about. I know him and Ant, uh, Anthony Bueller have been going back and forth. Uh, or Antonio Bueller, uh, he fell out of my following a while back uh, when he did some crazy mm-hmm. things. But I know him and Danny have been going at it. Uh, so we're going to get into all that kind of stuff. Uh, I want to try to stick to some some news and topic. Let's get a Guatemalan update in the first little bit here. Take some phone calls. If you got questions, thoughts, ideas, 941-421-0401. Uh, we'll do that in the first hour, maybe in the second hour. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, I want to put that out in the very beginning uh, to to get people uh, interested in, in wanting to join us. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any phone calls in a while. Yeah, did, did you even have... You, well, last week, I don't even think you, you, you even said to call in. And I was surprised that nobody called in. Yeah, no, I didn't say anything last week about calling in. It's just been... You know, I was trying to recover from vacation still, uh, just trying to get everything back in my head. Plus, this whole... This whole thing that we're going to get into later has been driving me batty, uh, because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I am by far not a, not a Nazi sympathizer. I'm by far not anybody who hates anybody. I mean, I will, I will lend a hand to anybody that needs a hand, but I also believe in, in what our country stands for. And, and, and I also believe in free speech. And I believe that no matter how hatred that speech is, they can say it until they harm somebody. And, and, that's what we're missing. I watched some of the. I see. I'm already getting into it. I watched some of the the council uh, city council uh, meeting last night in Charlottesville, and I had to turn mm-hmm. it off. It was just so. Well, think of it this way, Sean. All that shit's on public property. Let it go, man. Let it go. Let 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 the people that 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 are Lee uh, Robert E. Lee supporters buy a piece of land, set a piece of pro- private property, and put a fuck put the monument there. You know. Now they can't say shit. You know, that's the whole point about public property or private property. The Constitution does not apply, you know. So, sure, get rid of them all, man. Why should taxpayer funds go to fucking pay for that shit anyway? Get rid of them all. I follow you. I, you know, so uh, we should get rid of the CCC statue that was up in, in uh, in, uh where was I, uh, the, 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 the caverns, the Florida caverns. You know, should we get rid of that too? Any, any, any taxpayer-funded thing should go away. Okay. So you don't you don't agree with state parks? You don't think state parks are a good thing? Negative, because you know why. Tell me, there are there are already there are all, and I'm sure. Uh, what's his name, Danny? I'm sure because I just I was just reading up on him. He is a voluntarist, so I'm sure he's going to agree with me that there's already private uh, things in place to take care of that. Uh, the Autobahn Society, for one, is one of them. The Autobahn they, Society they, they, is that what you said? Yeah, the Autobahn Society. They okay. get money together from private uh people and buy lands to preserve and then they i believe they charge a fee to get on it just like public parks okay you know i i'm not i'm not arguing that i, I mean you, you and i disagree you a were little gonna bit. <laughs> here's the fact here's here's the way i look at it you okay. still think there should be a little bit of government of course well yeah i do i yeah, honestly i do and you know that's where you and i disagree uh that's where we've always disagreed is is i see a I see a necessity uh, for a governing body, especially nowadays in this time of year uh, or this time of, of turmoil where we've got idiots running around at this point in time. we got to right. agree there are so idiots what, running around. 
So what did the cops do at Charlottesville? I'm sorry. Didn't they stand down? Well, and then we see, you know, we, we can get in the conspiracies of where they ordered to stand down. You know, was that was that? Let those stupid purpose? fucking seriously. Let those stupid fucking people kill themselves. I agree it'll, with it'll that. The world to, uh, I, I absolutely agree. Let let the idiots beat the hell out of each other. If you uh, aren't ready to die, then stay out of that situation. Let them kill them each other. That's fine. I, I totally yeah. agree with that. Uh, keep the, the people that don't need to be harmed out of the way, which is a hard thing to do. Uh, but uh, natural selection takes its course sometimes, and sometimes we have to allow it to do its job. But that's just true. But, but that's you know, here and over there. You know, all right. So I got to tell you something. Um, so I walk around town here all the time and there are, there, there are wild dogs all over the place. And I actually, you know, I take one didn't with you me adopt for a walk one? I was going to say I, you adopted one of these wild dogs, didn't you? No, no, no. Or no, no, friended it. He just comes it. for walks with me. Well, yeah, I friended it. Um, but he, you know, he's a little, he's a slut. He hangs out at our place or he hangs out at the place next door or you find him, you know, down the block a little bit. You know, he doesn't sleep here every night. Um, but when I walk through the path, he, I actually whistle for him and he comes, follows me and we go for a walk around town. Sometimes he comes to the gym with me, which I didn't fucking want because he comes into the gym with me. <laughs> um, and you know, it's painting. I, I knocked him out of fucking weight the other day. Anyway, so here's the dynamics of these, of these dogs, right? If they're behind a fence, they bark like fucking crazy at him because he's one of the bigger dogs in the neighborhood. But and also there's this one that's tied up, right? That was tied up for a while. Every time we walk, it's like rah, 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 rah. now they uh, they let that dog loose. That dog don't say shit. Right. So that's kind of what goes on in, in these places that these people come to fight and they think the cops will protect him. If no cops were there, they wouldn't fucking fight. And if you saw some of the videos, uh, some of the ones I posted even, you had the three percenters, uh, that were out there doing security and they did a, a decent job. They were, they were handling, uh, medical issues and, and medical emergencies. And there were several times I saw them separating protesters in a very demanding way. I mean, when you got a guy standing there with an AR, uh, you're going to do what he says pretty much. Right. Right. See, they, they should have just let them all, like a rumble, let them all go, let them fucking do what they got to do and let God sort them out. You know, somebody else said that to me before, and, and unfortunately, I don't believe in God, and neither do you, so, it, you know. Right, but you get the concept. I, I get the concept, but, uh, and, and as I said but, to the person that made this comment to me, um, you know, I, I'm very uh, nonviolent, and I've, I've, I've held dying people in my arms. I've, uh, I've, you know, picked brains up off the, the sidewalk or out of the car of, of this person that died. Uh, and mm-hmm. to to make a statement like that, and, and and I know the person that made the statement to me, uh, we, I forget what we were talking about. It had to do with Afghanistan or something. Um, to make that kind of statement and never be in a situation where you have to deal, even though it, it might be an innocent person that was involved in a car accident, it, it still is impacting on you when you have to emotionally deal with any of that kind of situation well well here's the deal i would have never shown up to either side of this protest you know because they both came to fight right you know um the uh the uh the, the right side the alt-right uh came well actually they came to protest uh and they brought those fucking tiki torches which is ridiculous but the other side brought baseball bats 
they came to fucking fight, right. you know. And both you know, again, I'm not I'm not putting blame on one side or the other. It was it was it was just a shitty situation that it was bound to happen. Right. And uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it was a conservative that was driving that car or or a neo progressive that was driving that, that car. It was bound to happen sooner or later. And I fear that it, it'll happen again. And next time it'll be worse. Yeah, I, I have a I have a very strong belief it will be worse. Uh, since we're on the topic, and I'm going to move on to something else until Danny's on, but I, I got to bring this one up. Lexi and I okay. were, were discussing this one, and it, it just it it completely made me laugh. And I'm actually going to play the audio for you, Dave. And I'm sure you might have saw it. it's only 42 seconds long, uh, but I think this is something that. It really explains what anatiphy or whatever the hell they are, what, how confused well, they are. I don't know why somebody call it uh, Antifa, but uh, what do they call it? Antifa. Antifa. I'm like, no, it's Antifa. But they call it Antifa. Right. But Antifa. But I'm like, wait a minute, it's anti-fascist. So it wouldn't be Antifa? You would think. You would think that. You yeah. know what? Listen, the concept is great, but once you organize anything, I'm out. I don't even want to. I got nothing to do with you. You know, I'm anti-fascist, but then again, I'm anti-fascist against the U.S. government, who I believe is a very fascist government. Now, already, right. and so, I, I, so we're fighting these idiots walking the street, pronouncing right. dumbass ideas that nobody with their right mind is going to follow, except for these fucking crazy people that are already following it. But listen, but just listen to this description. What does our flag mean? The red and black flag is the symbol of the anarchist, syndicalist, and anarcho communist movements. Black is the traditional color of anarchism, and red is the traditional color of socialism and communism. The red and black flag combines the two colors in equal parts, with a simple diagonal split. Typically, the red section is placed on the top left corner, with the black on the bottom right corner of the flag. This symbolizes the coexistence of anarchist, socialist, and communist ideals within the anarcho- syndicalism movement and to symbolize the more socialistic means of the movement leading to a more anarchistic end now dave let me ask you do any three any one of those three things go together <laughs> well i know one of them doesn't go with the other two and I, you know i've heard of anarcho-communist for years now i'm like that is a contradiction in terms right exactly that's they, the point i was trying right. to make <laughs> all right and it, this is how oh look I'm not saying that the, the alt right is guided, but the alt left is sorely misguided. They don't know shit. I mean, uh, just on on the on the on the thread the other day, when when some guy says that he he, he actually um, advocated violence against the other side because of what they're saying uh, makes it makes them believe they're being uh, they they it's self defense when you attack somebody. That's their, like, that's their, that's like, their stance, Dave. Their stance is peace through violence. That, that doesn't even I, make I any just, sense. That's like fucking for virginity. Right. Um, that's just, that just, I'm like, oh my God. You know, look, I'm a, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, lifelong Democrat, still a registered Democrat to this day, right? Although I haven't voted since 2008. Um, so I got to grow up watching them blow up abortion bomb, uh, abortion clinics, uh, they, they uh, sniper rifle the fucking abortion doctors. You know, I watched them do all this crazy shit. And now the alt left is over crazying the alt right. And I'm just like, this 
is insane, and it's not going to get better. And thank God I'm in Guatemala. Yeah, you know, I, I, I really wish I could come right now because I would probably pack up the family at this point in time. But uh, you know my reasoning why I can't at this moment. Uh, uh, I will give you the money. <laughs> I know, right? That's a lot of money. We're still not there yet. Well, so. seriously, no, no. It's, it's. I, I could save it in two months, man. I could. I, give me four months. I can get the whole family down here. Um. But seriously, because, well, first of all, I think that we'd make good money here, and I would like to have my friends here. Uh, and I've, not only that, I've made friends here. And it, it's such, it, it's so relaxing here. Um, like, I, there's not a stress or strife in my life. The last three days I was worried about that stupid tropical storm that was coming here. It hasn't even fucking rained here. I expected it to rain. I bought a five-gallon jug of water. I bought three, four days worth of food. I expected to stay here for three fucking days. And you know it's it was it's seventy two degrees today. Oh Sean. yeah, you had that you had that hurricane coming your way, didn't you? Yeah, well it, it broke up and bubble. I I don't the one thing I miss is uh well Tampa Bay residents will get a kick out of this. But one thing I miss is Klystron Nine, the B News Nine weather <laughs> radar. Right, because there's there's really no good weather radar down here. It's really shitty in Florida. You know they got all good radar because you know that's that's kind of what they do. Um. They don't really have that here, so it, it, I kind of have to uh, stick my finger out the window and wet my finger, and you know, just see which way the wind's blowing. Kind of say, "All right, it's coming this way." But well, you can download um, some, you know, apps, some American apps, and, and use those. I mean, I use my weather, my storm thing, and that gives me your weather. I mean, I can bring up your weather very easily. No, it, it's not really good. It's like it's not you as know, accurate. like all right, so again. It's like Claystron Nine has all these all these colors. Like you, like I could see if it's red over by my house in Tampa. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm screwed. Um, but you know, and you can actually see which direction. Here, it's just like it's like a cloud thing. It doesn't it doesn't measure the precipitation. So um, it's a pot. I mean, again, I don't care. It's not that big a deal. Well, we're gonna get on to oh, Cantwell and Anatifia or whatever the fuck they're called as we get uh, Danny to join us in the second hour. Let's. Uh, Let's move on to some more things. We only got a half hour until we get Danny on, so uh, I wanted to make sure we addressed uh, some, some things that were said by somebody we followed in the past. All the problems, and then on top of this, you have the cultural Marxists that are tearing Trump apart. You know, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I've opposed him. I don't like his policy, but uh, when you look at people who tear him apart... Uh, I mean, this is this does have a political consequence. This is a consequence and also a reflection of the impossibility under current situation for Washington to address their problems up there. Whether it's taxation, even regulations are going to be difficult. There, we've made a little bit of inroads, but they're not going to solve the medical problem, and they're not going to solve the problem of the debt problem. They have a debt, you know, uh, you know, increase to pass. That's not going to be easy. So I think it's going to all catch up, and it's going to catch up. Government's too big. They finance it with debt. They finance it with printing press money. And low interest rates has has created a monster of the foundation of our economy, and nobody's really dealing with malinvestment. And uh, that's why people think, well, you increase the money supply, you get CPI go up. Not necessarily so. Uh, you get malinvestment, and you get too much debt, and you get too much government, and that's where the problem is. You've called in the past for a pullback before. How big of a pullback could we actually see if a pullback were to happen, given this scenario that you've described for us? Well, you, you know, precise predictions not in my game, but I know a lot of people like to say, well, give an, give an estimate. 
Well, you know, I think, you know, even a 50% uh, pullback is conceivable over the next year or two. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's going to be severe. And, uh, you know, the it depends a lot on what government does. You know, the recession lasted a long time and really is still going on uh, because uh, we haven't corrected our problems of, uh, you know, government intervention. So, Dave, you know, we've followed Ron Paul for a long time. Uh, we've supported Ron Paul. And I believe you even sent out a, a retweet or a uh, a message today on your Twitter uh, ta- or maybe it was even Facebook talking about uh, Obama's connection to the belief of Ron Paul or not Obama, um, Trump's connection to the belief of Ron Paul back in 2011. Now, Ron Paul right. was yeah, saying yeah, he- that we're expecting to see a, a, up to a possible 50 percent drop in the stock market. Yeah, that's that's totally possible because, well, first of all, you got to go look by what Ron Paul has said in the past and if it's come true. And there are there are videos that talk about the housing bubble. There are videos that talk about the stock market bubble. There are videos that talk about all these things going back to the 80s with the savings and loan scandal. All right. There are all these videos of him saying, hey, listen, this is unsustainable and this will crack and this will break. The the, the bubble will break. And these are the things that are going to happen. And so now um, there is a student loan bubble, a bond bubble, um, a commercial real estate bubble um, and a a, a new car loan. A new car loan bubble. I said that was for a stock oh, student sorry. loan. My bad. Um, so there's four bubbles going on at the same time. And there are people that are saying, you know, there's all, there's all, there's tons of contrarian economists like, uh, Peter Schiff. He, he, you know, he's always saying that the sky is falling. Um, and eventually he's going to be right. right. Um, but you know, he's saying, he's saying he's been, I've been listening to him for four or five years and it's just like the way he says it means it's going to happen in six months when it hasn't happened where Ron Paul's like, yeah, this is, and he, and he says, I can't predict it because you never know what the federal reserve is going to do. They might inject more money. And then there's going to be a point where they're going to stop injecting money. Boom. The bubbles pop and then, uh, or everything breaks. And they said, you know, this is cyclical. If you look at, you know, uh, what happened at the end of, uh, well, the end of depression, how long did it take for us to get out of the depression? Um, it took us close years, to 10 years, yeah. right? All right, so we're close to that mark, right? What did they do? What happened 10 years after the uh, stock market crashed? World War II. Exactly. What are we looking at now? World War Three. Right. So this goes to their playbook. Right. right? When the shit, and, and look, there's all kinds of diversity. There's a, there's no better time to go to war than in this do you, presidential do you think do you time. think they're going to bring a world war before the civil war or do you think they're going to do them both at the same time i mean no, I, I can't see no. them doing them both at the same time and i think right now uh even though they're they're you know they're still still banging the war drums with north north korea uh even though we're getting ready to send more troops to afghanistan i think right now the global elite can can profit and and get a better a better bang for their buck if they had a divide and a, and a civil war here in America. Well, what would cure a civil war? If we would all get the fuck along and smoke a lot of pot. Well, yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> um, if there was a world war. I mean, what happened on September 11th? The country came together. Right. You know, so if there's another. But do they want the country together? Issue. I don't think they want the country together is the problem. They want the country divided, so I don't think uh, uh, perpetuating a world war 
would be what they want at this point in time. Well, again, it'll, 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 well, here's the thing, because it'll take the, the, the pressure off the United States, the, off the, uh, the, the division of the United, of the people of the United States. It'll take uh, the pressure off the, uh, the financial problems because, you know, war, oddly enough, uh, helps the state, <coughs> is the health of the state, and it'll get everybody, or they'll be fucking, there'll be war bonds, there'll be all this kind of shit. The world, the, the, the America's, you know, the people of America will get together and fight and get behind it. Boom. And then we'll, we'll kick ass and whoever, you know, cause look, China is poised to be the next, uh, global leader, right? These things happen, you know, it was, it was fucking the Dutch West Indies. It was, uh, Spain and then it was England and then it was us. Uh, it's time for a regime change, you know, or, or a global regime change. And, and China is poised to do it. They've, they've been setting up separate exchanges for gold. They've been setting up separate exchanges for currency. They've been doing all, they've been positioning themselves for years to be, to, to become the global leader. And I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't really Let care who the global leader. Yeah, I don't. I, that, right. I don't need that standing. As long as I can live healthy and safe and and comfortable in my world, I don't right. really care if we're leading the world or not. Because you know what, we've done a shitty job at re- leading the world over the past hundred years. Right. Here's the really fucked up thing about China. Right. Every day they get new freedoms. Because remember, they were they were a very repressive communist country. Every day they're getting new freedoms. Every day we're getting freedoms taken away from us. So. You know, everybody's going to be like, oh, they're this, that, and the other thing. No, no, no. They're becoming more and more free society. You know, all you got to do is look at Singapore, Hong Kong, right? Uh, I think Hong Kong, Japan. No, whatever. Uh, all you got to do is look at these places where they have economic freedom and they've flourished over the past 20, 30 years, right? Because you could open up a business in an afternoon there because they have no fucking exports whatsoever, but yet they're, they are world leaders in terms of, uh, capital industry, you know, which is money. Um, so fuck it, let them take over. I mean, shit, we buy half our shit from them anyway, right? right. So let's, you know, let's just. I don't care. I really, don't, especially since I'm in fucking Guatemala, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that you know, that gives you a different. Uh, even though your stance would have been the same if you were still here, I think you uh, being out there, it it gives you uh, more. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? More, uh, hu- hubris. I, I have a, more hubris. You're, you're more, I, you're more outspoken about it. You, you, you aren't here, so you don't give a fuck now. Well, cause now I see a, now I, well, I always thought there would be a different point of view, but now I live in a, in an area that gives me a different point of view. And there are things that I didn't, be, that I didn't know would pop up. Like, I, you know, I'm in a fucking third world country. You, you know? know, I wish Lexi yeah. was here. I, not to interrupt you. I wish Lexi was here because her, her and I were talking about you yesterday or the day before. And uh, you mm-hmm. remember, she's lived abroad. And um, right, right. We had this conversation about uh, when you come home, you know, whether it be February or whether it be November or whether it be June, um, when you come home, you're going to be flooded with emotion. Um, again, I wish she was here to, to, to say this to herself, but she was like, he's going to be flooded with emotion. I went through it and I realized that, you know, no, how, no matter how much I enjoyed where I was, I missed here. Do you think that that's going to happen? Dave? Do you, like, you know, I, I'm not sure because I'm having the time of my life here and I don't think I could do the same thing in the States. Right. So this place has ruined me. Not only that, you know, I've, I've experienced anarchy. You know, I can ride around this town without a fucking helmet on, right? Um, or a license plate. 
Um, I could walk through the streets high as fuck and walk past the cops and not get bothered. Not only that, I could walk through town and not feel like, uh, you know, I don't have to be on, on, on point or I don't have to be on guard, right? I just, it's for the first time since I'm 14, 15 years old. Cause, you know, again, I grew up in Brooklyn. I was, I was a teenager in the eighties when crack was a huge deal in the, in the, in the five boroughs. So I was always fucking, you know, if I was out late at night, I always, I always looked around and like, I was always like, I wouldn't say scared, but I was, I, I you know, my spidey senses were up. Right here, I don't have to worry about this shit. You know, I fucking came home from a bar at three fifteen in the morning uh, two weeks ago, and I walked down the middle of the fucking street, right, with you know, the middle of the street, right, because I didn't want to be off to the side. I mean, I still was kind of, I was like, I'm, I'm walking in the middle of the street because if somebody comes out to get me, I'll see them coming, right. right? But I still here's this big fucking gringo, right, because I'm a giant here, right, big fucking gringo walking down the middle of the fucking street in the middle of the night. Like, it's, I'm like, I'm like wiping my dick on the fucking drapes, right? And nobody bothers me. Well, yeah, you're a big guy and they're not going to bother you because you are a big guy. Right, right, right. I mean, Guatemalans aren't just the biggest, you know, biggest stature people. This is true. Right? And, and aside from that, I don't feel any, um, I don't feel any animosity from these people. I don't speak Spanish. And the last two or three weeks, I've been going out on my own to get shit done. I lost the keys to my bike. I had to get another set done. And I just, you know, I pointed and grunted and, and pulled out money. You know, uh. Um, I go to the bar. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Right? Uh, you know, I do all the, I, I can get all these things done. I go to the store, right? I go to the, uh, caveman, I, I caveman speak. Right. <laughs> I want, uh, 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 uh. Wait, I'm like, I'm like, uh, por favor. <laughs> so you know a few words, so at least you know, you know. Right, right. right. Um, oh shit! I had to get my uh, yeah, because of my disease. I I constantly wear out the left rim of my left sneaker. Right, right. Uh, it just burns it down. Which I know. Actually, I've seen that it happen before. Yeah. Right. So I have, I have two hundred fifty dollars pair of sneakers here. Right. You were there when my when my mother bought them for me. Remember? Yeah. I know. Right before you left. Yeah. I ruined those sneakers in three months down here. And I was like, fuck, these are the most comfortable sneakers I've ever owned. They make, they allow me to walk all over town, blah, 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 blah. I talked to my podiatrist. I was like, do you know a good place to, to buy good sneakers? I was like, no, your, your feet are too big. And I don't even have big feet. I'm, I'm Irish. So that curse works. And I have small feet and small hands. Um, and you're missing a toe. And then there's that. <laughs> she goes, no, no, no. Then he goes, no, no, no. Take them to one of the cobblers. They'll fucking fix it for you. I'm like, holy shit, that's right. You know, I remember when I was, you know, 10 and I was going to Catholic school. I got my, my shoes fixed. Not, I didn't just buy new ones. Uh, we got them fixed and I got them fixed. I fixed my fucking shoes for 20 Q. Um, all right. Let me, let me, let me do uh, 20 Q here. $2.25. I bought, I bought them both fucking bottles of water and gave them a five Q tip. And it was, and it was done in fucking five. Fantastic thing. Um, and you got a happy ending after oh. getting your shoes fixed. No, I'm kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> For that five Q, I'm I, sure they would have. I, I, uh, I lost so much weight here. I needed, I, I was like, I need a new belt because I've run out of holes. I was like, no, I'm going to do the Guatemalan thing. I fucking pop the hole. I took my belt off, went to the uh, kitchen area over there, took a knife out. I just dug a hole because I have a concrete, uh, counter just dug a hole into my fucking belt i was like done no cue <laughs> did you uh there was no uh no eclipse down there at all right you didn't get any any of this bs we've been dealing well, with first of here. all 
If it was a clear day, I wouldn't have seen it. But it was—it's—it's been cloudy. Uh, the 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 storm would have come past here yesterday. It was just cloudy as shit. Okay, so yeah, you so no, you wouldn't have got anything anyway. No, it was very uneventful here anyway. So don't worry. Right, we did not have eclipse fever here. No, that's good. We didn't have it here, but it was just yeah. I had to bring it up. I gotta be honest with you. It was nice to see my Facebook feed filled with nothing but um, eclipse shit. And they forgot. It's like it's like it was a day of peace. Um, and I actually tweeted out to somebody because somebody had mentioned. It, I tweeted back, "Yeah, peace, peace, peace eclipse." <laughs> um, because it was just really nice. To, it was like, man, because I really don't like getting on Facebook anymore because I just see all this fucking hate from both sides. Because I got friends on both sides. Not only that, I'm an anarchist, so I don't, I don't, I don't take sides. I've been called a racist so many times this past week and a half. <laughs> it's not even funny, Dave. Like, and you know, you're my friend. You know me. You know right. I'm the furthest thing. Oh, I got, <laughs> I got called even a worst racist because I said I'm the furthest thing from a racist. It's just been so. <laughs> It's ridiculous, man. It really is just getting out of control. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is, like, I, I asked a question to Matt Mazer the other day, and I truthfully wanted to, to ask him a question because, you know, him and I spar back and forth. Right. It's but, fun to spar with him. Uh, well, because he, right, he's, 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 he doesn't um, typically – uh, uh, go to right to the uh to the insults you know he tries to he tries to uh say his thing and i come back with facts and figures and i just tell him yeah or whatever and those of what you who don't saying? know you can pick up uh, and those of you who don't know you can pick up the matt major show right here on raz radio now he's uh simulcasting over here if you're not listening on bubble oh, army fantastic. or on the d um which we're on the d right now you can pick up matt major here and there's more coming from over at the d we're going to start simulcasting a lot of their shows uh, so it's it's uh, we're we're trying to grow together, you know. Even though we don't always agree, we can still grow together. But what were you saying there? Matt Major doesn't go right to insults. Yeah, there was a, there was a reason why didn't I? Oh no, I wanted to ask him who is, is where did the term uh, Nazis come from? Are they self? Uh, are they calling themselves Nazis, or or is the alt left calling them Nazis? Right, uh, you know, people like, would yeah, yell at you for saying alt left. You know, the alt left well, is just a made up term. An alt right isn't. Well, I know. I'm just to get my point. This is right. this is a that, direction. That, right. If you say alt left, right. the left is like, oh no, there's no such thing as an alt left. It's all the alt right. It's all you crazy people on the right. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. It is sad. It really is. The, the, the world right um, now is very sad. The, the, the directions we're heading in, uh, and again, when Danny joins us, we're going to get into conversations. Uh, we, we've, we've interviewed Chris Cantwell multiple times on this show. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. we've, we used to broadcast I've, his I've, show. I've seen him in person at, uh, Anarchy in NYC. Yeah, and this is somebody who is in the forefront. Uh, what, what's it? Vice did a documentary based around him. On this yeah. whole thing, that yeah, happened. you know, what? <laughs> you know and I think you were. Up. I'm starting to think you were right. I'm starting to think you were right, my friend. Maybe back then he wasn't, but I think he was so broke back then that he sold out, and he is a, a, a agent provocateur. He is um, working as a as a, well. Go ahead. Well, one of the people that is in the liberty movement when I, it was a radio show I had listened yeah, to the other day. Free talk movement. Free talk live. No, nah, I don't. 
I don't listen to them anymore. Oh, okay. Because um, they were they were they were pussyfooting around it the other day because I I tuned into them to see because I, I realized oh wait he's you know when this was getting big with Cantwell I tuned into them to see what they said and Ian I guess is really really good friends with them and and was like you know I I I, I I'm upset with what he's doing but I, I'm not he's still my friend and the question was what does it take for you to eliminate a friendship yeah. Well, that's the thing with Ian. Ian is incredibly, uh, I don't know if I can even come up with a word, but he, he is so, uh, open. He's so love. Yeah, he, right. Exactly. He's the epitome of love. He would actually go to, to him and open with open arms, which, you know, is hard for the rest of us to do. Um, all right. So go back to, to this other show that I was listening to. They were like, he's on meth. Right. And she, you know, again, this, this woman who d- does the show is kind of in, way involved in, in, in the, uh, thing. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, wow, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense, you know, although I don't see any physical marks on him or maybe some kind of drug I, or I don't know, you know, like he's lost it all. He's lost, you know, he, he's lost it all. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if in a year he eats a bullet. Well, we'll have to wait and see. And again, we've, you know, I've interviewed the guy multiple times. You remember the interview I did with him when, when he had to pull his gun on that person charging at him? Uh, you know, sure, sure. I've, I've had him on yeah. multiple times. And Danny, don't you remember the time I could, I couldn't wait to interview him, but I did two cans of four loco at the pool and came back and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that time. And Danny is going to get into that. He's going to get into that. He's going to get into, uh, uh, Bueller, uh, not Bueller, but, um, Antonio. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Is the guy, is the guy out of Texas? Uh, Antonio Bell, we, and we've interviewed him once, I think, back in the day, like way back in the day. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, but whatever. Oh, before, before I go any further, it's starting to rain here. So there's a incredibly slight chance we might lose connection, but I doubt it. Yeah, we're dropping. Yeah, I, you're, you're chopping a little bit, but you're, you're going good. Don't worry. Okay. You're going good. And Bueller. Anthony Antonio Bueller. Or Bulmer. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Back to what you were saying. We got a little sidetrack. That's what we do. We get sidetracked sometimes. Just deal with it. Uh, What the hell was I saying? <coughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly the guy. I don't even know who the hell this is. I mean, I remember there was some shit. Uh, that Antonio was involved in. Again, he was, he was a leader in the Liberty movement and then shit went bad one time. Wasn't he big in uh, like, cop watch or something or cop block? If I'm not mistaken, I, I that's so. where he I, came and from. I, and then they had that big thing with a bunch of the girls. Uh, there was a sexist thing that happened between, um, some of the females within the Liberty movement and him and some other guys that caused a big thing. This was like three, two, three years ago. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm reading. I'm reading up. Yeah, he was. In, he was not into cop watch, but he was into peaceful, peaceful streets project, which recorded police's police activity. So it's very much like cop watch. Um, uh, I, you know, this is too long to read. We'll let him t- handle it. But um, <laughs> absolutely. <coughs> you know, this is what happens. Like every and I, I, the other day, I was actually at a friend's house helping them with their fix one of their tablets, and they had the TV on, and it was CNN, and here goes. Cam- well, on the TV, and like I turned to the guy, I'm like, I know that guy, right? <laughs> and then today, every Tuesday at twelve o'clock, uh, there is a lunch of uh, four, four or five IT guys show up for lunch, and we eat, we talk, 
sometimes we talk technology, but most of the time it's politics. And there's a, there is a mix of people there. There's a, a right winger, a left winger. There's the anarchist. And then there's one of the guys who just keeps his fucking mouth shut, right? He's the smartest one of us all because <laughs> right? he just doesn't say anything. <laughs> but, um, Cantwell had come up and I had to tell them, I was like, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> You know, and but I had mentioned, I was like, yeah, I've seen them all go down because one of the other guys t- talked about Stefan Molyneux. And I was like, yeah, Molyneux is really smart. And he's well versed, but he's a misogynist. And I, he, he's, you know, two or three years ago, he was so bad that Ian from fucking Free Talk Live cut his podcast off. Right. So, like, I've watched all these guys over the past, what, seven, eight years I've been in this movie. Well, it's like Adam Kokesh. Yeah. That, yeah. I was trying to figure that out earlier. Too. Uh, it, it, I joined it right around 2008 is when I started paying attention to the conspiracies. I was trying to figure out the show or the station, how long the station's been around. Is it five years or four years? Is it going to be five this year or is it going to be six this year? I can't, I got to ask Lawrence because I know he'll know. I can't remember if we started in 11 or 12. Right. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you, he'll tell you the day you started with Johnny and the day that I started with you. Oh God, Johnny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, you know, we've seen them all go down, you know? We've seen them all go down. And that just makes me think that, you know, group thing, group think is a bad thing. Cause you, you know what's happening in the Libertarian Party right now? Yeah. I've been watching some of that. Uh, it's like really, it's starting to swing into a totalitarian type organization. They're the, the, the head and, and, uh, the vice president of the, the National Libertarian Party is attacking, are attacking staunch libertarians, uh, Tom Woods, uh, Lou Rockwell. Uh, they're, they're like pissing on fucking the, uh, the Mises organization. I'm like, holy shit, you're pissing off your entire fucking core base, right? And, and, and like, it just makes me think, it's like, wow, anybody that gets together, um, in a group, things go bad. And again, this is why I think decentralized voluntarism, and I'm sure Daniel will agree with me, is the way to go. I mean, how was Al-Qaeda successful, right? Decentralized, right. right? There was no head. You cut you cut the head off of one thing, psh, the shit, the operation still kept going. And that's the way it is. This is why Bitcoin's at four fucking thousand dollars. Could you imagine if we invested when I talked about it? We'd be fucked. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking on the air. We'd be on some fucking tropical island eating mushrooms and, and having a fantastic time. Yeah, you're probably right because you've been telling me for years to, to get into Bitcoin, get into bed. This was. 2012 get bitcoin start mining it start mining i think i have a computer here that's actually mining still don't i or did you turn that off no no they they, they stopped that they stopped the uh cpu mining five years ago yeah. now they're on to gp gpu mining uh and is it you know it's hope? funny it's hard it, it's hard for a computer guy to get the latest and greatest video card because they're buying them up for fucking bitcoin mining really it's amazing yeah. how that all works out um before we take a break here, which we're coming up on the first break, and it's going to be, uh, you know, we got to get Danny dialed up. I got some comedy routines to play and some music we want to listen to. But what do you think about, is it a positive thing or a negative thing that we're not sending uh, um, private contractors in Afghanistan, but we're going to send more U.S. troops? What, what do you think, Dave? I think U.S. backed anybody. Even if there were volunteers going over there to do something in the name of the United States, I'd be like, I'm against it because I'm against interventionalism. Okay. Ron Paul, they say, you know, cause Ron Paul is very much against, in, uh, intervening in other people's lives, but they called him, uh, um, oh shit. 
I can't remember the word where you're just uh, isolationalist. Isolationalist. Exactly. Exactly. You're an isolationist. No, no, no. We're just non-interventionalists. I don't want to fuck with them. I, all I want to do is trade with them. You know, because I because I want I want us both to make money. But if we don't um, fight them over there, we gotta fight them over here, Dave. Yeah, you know what's funny is 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 the, is the article today about Trump sending four thousand more troops to Afghanistan. You know, aside from the fact that he says, "Oh, I was against it at first, but I met with the uh, advisors." Well, that's where we now, started. Um, we were talking about that. Your tweets. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. Big circle. That's what we do, guys. We starburst and then we circle around. Right. So and because and the, the tweet and I love the fact that fucking uh, Trump tweets, because now now you could see how much of a flip flopper he really is. You know, he talks about Obama and his vacation. Jetty just came off a 17 day vacation in the what? The eighth month of his presidency. Uh, this is after going, you know, to Miralago a bunch of times. Um, you know, everything that he talks about, somebody digs up a tweet. During the uh, campaign trail, that says the opposite, and he's flip flopping like crazy. But all the fucking conservatives don't even say it. Like our friend, you know, uh, that lives not too far from you, that owns a boat. Uh, he's got three letters in his name, and two of them are B's. Um, <coughs> uh, oh, oh, um, right by me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vander Vanderhu. Staunch. Right, right. He is a staunch. Trump supporter, he can do no wrong. And it's just, it's insane to watch how, you know, the last years I watched all these, you know, fucking Obama heads say, oh, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, he, uh, you know, he killed three Americans without due process. Yeah, well, well, and they, 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 they like, they, they just let it go. And I'm like, look, your fucking president, you know, Trump is such a flip flopper and you can't fucking see it. How could you trust this motherfucker? It's just pitiful. You know, and I'm seeing, as I'm scanning, as you're talking, I'm, I'm scanning through Facebook here, and this meme came up, and, and one of our buddy Lee, you know, Lee, our buddy Lee on Facebook. Huh? You know, Lee, you've gotten into it with him a couple of times. Ring a bell. Hines. I don't remember. You, uh, I don't you remember would. off the top of my head, but I'm sure. You right. would. He says, Dear NFL, either they stand or we sit out of the season. So do you remember I boycotted the NFL years ago? For like two years, yeah. I didn't, didn't watch the NFL at all, and my reasoning was mm -hmm. because of their support of the of the wars, um, the fact that I felt it was bread and circus, and people weren't paying attention. But now, because NFL stars are are not standing for the national anthem because their patriotism is dying down, people want to boycott the NFL. I mean, that's just yeah, it's. But, but that's that's their right. That's okay. You know, if they don't want to spend their money where they don't want to spend it, that's fucking fantastic. Because I feel the same way when it comes to taxes. I don't want my money going for bombs. I don't want my money going for fucking somebody's health care. But see, we my, can't control uh, that, war. though. We we can't control that. That's where well, part of the problem lies. <laughs> is is they take? Well, you can because well, you you know you don't <laughs> move out of the country. Uh, but you know, I can't because my income tax is still coming out of my paycheck, and I can't tell them. Well, you know what? I'm not going to pay you anymore because i don't agree with what you're doing with my money so it's not comparable to the government but 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 the thing is that's i i i you know what as as ignorant as that sounds you know they don't want to they're, they're going to take their money f away from the nfl that's the way you do it i support that you know I, even though i feel it might be misguided but that's what they, that's what they feel fine have at it same way if you're if you're if you're a christian and don't want to bake a gay cake fucking fine don't do it. Go let the let the customer go somewhere else, and then go on Yelp and say this place will not bake me a gay cake, you know, or whatever you want to. Gay cake. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know cakes I'm, had I'm sexual all... preferences. Now, 
Um, so I'm all for that, you know, because that's the control is into, is in the person and that's where I want the control to be. I don't want the government telling me what the fuck to do. And I agree with you on that, on that factor. Definitely. All right. Listen, let's roll into the break. Um, we got, like I said, I got a comedy routine I want to play. I want to get Danny dialed up here. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to get another beer. Uh, just get everything organized. You guys are listening to the first 52. RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, um, uh, and the D, Disruption Networks. How could I forget the D? You got to have the D. Everybody likes the D. Uh, we'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. Sit tight. Realize that we're not done talking about this stuff yet. We will leave the phone lines open. I'll have Danny on a separate computer so we can separate out the phone calls from, from him in case anybody gets kind of crazy or stupid on me. But anyway, we'll be back. Sit tight and enjoy it. I know what you're
get my crayon out. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Ryan. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad. Sure. Oh, or no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad.
internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate Drop. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. What is the Chocolate Drop a show about? Chocolate Drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip-hop. Rat turd Politics. Man-skewing. Music. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the Chocolate Show that's man-skewing, yes? Rat turd RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the Chocolate Show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk the Chocolate Drop. And so basically, it's about and every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd The Rat... <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. How much you want for this beat? Oh, this beat. Five stacks. This beat. This, this beat ain't even for sale. Stop, stop, stop. I ain't even gonna hold you. Word to everything I love. The start shot. I'm taking this shit to fuck back. What was bomb, my brother, no one could touch that. I'll make a hater wanna love my shit. And the whole entire industry can suck my dick. Niggas like me ain't gotta write 16. The battle rappers in the club hoping we might get seen. Listen, all over your fake freestyles, I'm pissing. Plus, I got permission from God to listen. How I wanna, now I'm gonna do what I wish to. Rap Lord, smack a fraud and fuck your sister. You better recognize, son, I ain't playing. Close attention to everything I'm saying Cause I'm a one-man army And I promise you, your 13-man team cannot harm me Starving artists with a grudge Sauteed a jewelry, deep-fried a judge Put them clowns under the prison Free innocent victims of the wicked system Give me the justice and the honor I'm due Swinging with orangutans, we belong in a zoo You better open up the blinds and let the sun shine Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Open up the blinds and let the sun shine Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine You know I wanna take you out that outfit Ain't no doubt about it, you're silly girl South Philly girl You know I wanna meet you in the middle it ain't no puzzle the riddle, you feel me, girl? No Philly, yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them West Philly chicks that make Jay kiss and overlook. I remember I used to stand outside of Overbroke. Wait until my joint came out. I was fucking Aisha before the song came out. Her best friend Keisha was a bit older. And she told her, Pay's got a boulder. Keisha was curious, so she had to try it. Still, I'd rather see Aisha in a violet sundress. Let the sun shine. Open up the lines and let the sun shine. Open up the lines and let the sun shine. Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine. Open up the lines and let the sun shine. Open up the lines and let the sun shine. Open up the lines and let the sun shine. Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine. How is the beat? Wanna keep rap trivial and cosmetic? That's pathetic and pitiful. I don't fall for it, nor will I stand for it. Genocide rap, little kids dance to it. Gunshots, helicopters in the neighborhood. But you got some new kicks, so the flavor's good. Just the other night, 13 shots rung. It took about a half an hour for the cops to come. That's sicker than the tip of an old toilet brush. Some people get a kick out of that shit. They should all get flushed. Poor people have been conditioned to accept horror. Imagine if Katrina would've hit Santa Barbara. People are sick, drug companies. Got them dying. Bottom line is it's all about the bottom line. It don't take a genius. 
Achilles scar. They can't cure a common cold, but they got a pill to keep your penis hard. Ain't no money in curing your stress and your strife. But take this tablet once a day for the rest of your life. It's a motherfucking joke, but ain't shit funny. This country's just a giant corporation trying to get money. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Open up the signs and let the sun shine. Let the smoke cloud clear so the sun can shine. Watching the uh, History Channel today, right? Yeah, this whole like three-hour special on Adolf Hitler, you know? Here's a question for you. How come you never run into anybody with the last name Hitler? You ever notice that? That guy didn't have any relatives. You know, he didn't have like a cousin. Like Ed. You know, Ed Hitler, he's a plumber, right? He's a Shows up to work on time. Your little lady covers for you. You know he had relatives. They all had to change their last names. I'm fascinated with that level of evil, right? Like, you're so evil, they have to retire your name. Like, that's it. It's over. Shut it down. They just take your name out of that baby book list of names. Just, oh, 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 just erase it. Think about it. For the rest of time, no one's going to have a beautiful baby. Be like, you want to call him Adolf? Is everybody, everybody cool with that? Can you imagine? Oh, thank you. Can you, can you imagine being that much of a though like whatever your name is the day you die steve that's it no more steves you see that dude there's only a few names in history like that right like nobody has a friend named attila right anybody hanging out with their buddy judas tonight you're not and that's a cool name you set up one messiah to die that's it it's over they're having like the retirement ceremony they're bringing your jersey up to the rafters you're standing baseline with a bunch of other psychos getting high fives and stuff. It's a weird grading system, though. You know what I mean? Because look at a guy like Jeffrey Dahmer, man. That guy murdered and ate over like 30 people. People are still calling their babies Jeffrey. He must have been pissed. It's like, dude, how many people do I got to eat to get a little damn respect around here? Anybody can kill him. I'm eating him. Oh, you stabbed him. Fire up the grill. Taking this to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's like the ultimate party favorite, baby. You know. Yeah, two cups to get a hot and out of a closure. Caribou it's like. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the first fit to RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. And the D. We're, we're all over the place. We're, we're just doing it. We, we, we like to just share the information, my friends. Foretold, I got you that this, this channel here. Uh, testing one, two, three. I can hear you very well, my friend. There you are. Foretold's back joining us from Guatemala. Straight from Guatemala. Now, as I promised you guys, we got we, we got a lot of conversation to have. We got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we've got neo Nazis to talk about. We got Anafatatai, whatever the hell it's called, to talk about. We got we got Chris Cantwell to talk about. We got Bueller to talk. Bueller, Bueller, whatever the hell his name is. And the person we're going to bring on to talk about all that stuff. We you guys have heard him before. He's joined us multiple times. Uh, Danny Ponzella. I never get your name right, but I got it right that time, my friend. How you doing? 
I'm doing well, Sean. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you again. It's been a while since we've spoken. Um, you, you've been doing a lot of great stuff out there. For those of you who don't know him, he was a he was like a real estate mogul, and and then he got totally <laughs> fucked in the eight in 2008, and went, I got to figure this out, and that's when he went, Oh, this isn't working right. Am I about right on that? I don't know about a mogul, but yeah, I was making a nice six-figure income in real estate, uh, and then I took a six-figure hit on a project, and uh, at the same time, my mom passed away, so I kind of had that one-two punch. I went into this depression, and so I started doing some research on both health for my mom, uh, you know, and also on the economy because of the crash, and I ran into Ron Paul in both realms, in the health freedom movement and in the you know financial education uh in his with his financial education efforts and i was like who the hell is this ron paul guy and it all changes uh, from there doesn't it man it really does (laughs) yeah so that's how it snowballed i became a libertarian and uh you know i am where i am now i consider myself a voluntarist anarchist um or or a libertarian anarchist um you know there's so many different uh, you, you've been Labels. with the peace. You've been with the peaceful, peaceful streets project for a while. Um, you you yeah, also are working on doespotcurecancer dot com is one of your websites. Uh, you've got a lot of things going on. Uh, you've done a lot of great right. things, and uh, you know I really appreciate what you've been been standing for. Um, you know I just want to make sure we bring those those organizations up. You know you're up there in NYC. You remember my buddy uh, uh, Dave, right? Uh, I don't yeah. think we remember each other. No, no, ever. I, I don't recall uh, Danny on our, on the show, but then again, I can't remember what we had for breakfast. I'm old. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I've been on the show a couple of times, a handful of times. Um, yeah, so I started the Peaceful Streets New York City in 2012. I want to say doing cop watching, um, and it's funny, yeah, that Antonio um, Bueller, who was the founder of the Peaceful Streets Project. Um, I it doesn't don't sound very He's, peaceful right now, does he? Well, you know, honestly, the last couple of years, his rhetoric has become increasingly angry, somewhat like Cantwell's. How Cantwell became well, Cantwell's always been—he's always been angry, man. Let's be honest with that. Yeah. <laughs> He's always been angry, but his his violent his uh, rhetoric also escalated in terms of violence, and that's why he started having some uh, some problems with the libertarian community and started getting banned and and ostracized from some of the communities. Free Talk Live threw them off. They, they, they. I think they banned them from uh, what's that? Uh, what state's that, Dave? They didn't ban it from New Hampshire, but they no, banned them twice <laughs> from from Free Talk Live. They banned them once, and then they came back, and then they banned them again. <laughs> Unreal. Well, I think that that there is there are some pretty deep issues here that that we can really get into. Um, if you don't mind me just, no, please. Yeah. Lo, lo, let's no, dude, bring it, bring it. Uh, we got to talk about Cantwell. Cause listen, I've interviewed Cantwell probably five or six times. I used to rebroadcast his show back probably three years ago. Uh, when he was on Sunday nights, I would rebroadcast his show on my station. I, I've got a, 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 I haven't talked to him in a while, you know, I, I, but we had a history together, him and I, and I can't believe the direction that he's moved on. Uh, and and I honestly, deep inside, Dave used to always say when we would interview him back in the past, uh, Dave would always say, you know, listen, I don't, I don't think that uh, 
I'm worried about this guy. I think he might be, you know, COINTELPRO. I think he might be an agent. You know, be careful with what you say to him. And he said that to me for years. And yeah. just recently, I'm starting to think that now. Well, I can definitely understand people thinking that. And look, I know Chris Cantwell. I don't want to say that I know him very, very well. But we're both from New York. Uh, you know, he's from Long Island. We together, me and him, did several activist, um, you know, actions, street actions, um, if you want to call it. Um, we did the media march with like the Tea Party, where we kind of tried to lead them in a in a libertarian direction. Um, I want to say that must be back in like 2009 or 2010. Um, and then we've done peaceful street stuff together, you know, um, cop watching. We confronted the head of the police, NYPD union um, together. So Chris and I have spent, you know, a decent amount of time socializing. And look, yes, Chris has always been an asshole. But look, I can be an asshole at times. Well, we all can. Yeah. We, we can all be assholes. So, you know, when you look, especially <laughs> I, I in New York City. on being an asshole. Oh, Dave's, Dave's from Brooklyn, so he, he, he prides himself go. on that. So he knows. So he knows. So Dave knows exactly what we're talking about here. Right. When you're a New Yorker, you're, you're, you're going to be an asshole to some degree. So obviously, you know, I'm not going to hold that against him. But over the years, his rhetoric did become more violent. He started saying that we have a right to physically assault mailmen because I guess his logic was they're paid for with our stolen tax money. Therefore, they're aggressors, and it's legitimate self-defense to attack a mailman. He put a story um, out once called, When Is It Okay to Kill a Cop? Right. Well, no. Well, what day? That was not him. That was someone that else. Was Larkin. That, was, oh, Larkin. that was Larkin Rose. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry. Don't no, want to put it in the wrong spot. No, no, it's okay because Cantwell did agree with Larkin, and, and even I agree with Larkin that there is an appropriate time, you know. Well, I do legitimate, too. <laughs> legitimate self-defense, not just walking up to a cop who's standing on the corner, you know, watching his beat. But if you're being attacked, or you know, that's another story and a whole other show. But the point is that it, it, his his rhetoric went past. What is generally accepted as being included in the non-aggression principle? Somebody's not physically directly attacking you. Um, attacking them preemptively is not self-defense. That's like Bush our doctrine of preemptive war, right? Right. So, um, but I think what's going on with Chris is even deeper. You mean kind of like Anafat is doing? Because they say you know it's it to have peace, we have to have violence. Absolutely, Antifa is falling for the exact same. You know, uh, uh, rhetoric, bullshit, crap, rhetoric, <laughs> right. They're falling through the exact same rhetoric. And I think that that is very important. And these are the conversations that I've been having over the last couple of days. But I want to I want to stick to Chris. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spin you off. Chris, so uh, go back to Chris. I think Chris is a perfect example of a lot of the types, the archetypes of people that join fringe groups like white supremacists and white nationalists. And I think it all comes from a place. Look, I believe we all do shitty things. We all do fucked up things or even some of us do evil things, mm -hmm. but it all stems from the same place. It all stems from pain. We are hurt. We're afraid. We're human we have beings. unresolved, unresolved emotional issues that if we don't deal with them in a positive and productive way, they metastasize and they eat us alive. And I think that's what I'm, I saw happen to Chris Cantwell. Okay. I think Chris Cantwell was a guy that... His, and I can see his, that because he was broke for a long time there. 
he was having, you know, three, four, five years ago, he was struggling like you couldn't believe. He had just moved to New Hampshire. He'd been going through so much. This is when I was talking to him. Even before that, he's always had trouble connecting with women. And I think that is as cliche as it sounds. I know they liked the Antifa side or the leftists like to make fun of racists and say, oh, there are all these guys that can't get women in their mother's basements. And you can mock someone for that. But you can also empathize and say, look, this guy is is and I watched his interview with Dan Dix last night. And all I could hear him, it really, in a way, breaks my heart because this is somebody who's being my friend. He's calling out for connection. He wants to connect. He just wants to be heard. He's saying, look, I'm willing to have a rational discussion about this, and maybe you'll even change my mind. But let's talk about it. But no, Antifa and everybody that disagree with him, for the most part, they just want to scream and yell at him, call him a scumbag, and discard him. Well, that's exactly how he ended up where he is. The Now, the Free State Project and New Hampshire, the libertarian movement in New Hampshire and nationally absolutely has the right to disassociate with him because of his rhetoric. Disavow from him. Yep, absolutely. Right. I'm not I'm not questioning that. You have that right. But what if instead of disassociating, people were patient with him and said, you know, Chris, I hear these ideas that you have. And I understand that you're frustrated and you're upset and and this and that, and you feel like, you know, immigrants are a threat to your way of life. But what if, and they, and they spoke good ideas into his life and, you know, maybe you'd convert, maybe you would, maybe he would stick to his guns and, and he would, I think Chris person, because I know him personally, I think he would be open to it, but maybe there wouldn't be, you know, maybe you wouldn't be able to talk Hitler out of you know, perpetrating the Holocaust with empathy. Right. But I think, I think it's up to, I think it's up to us to try. Danny Ponzella, Peaceful Streets Project, NYC. Listen, Danny, I want to ask you something because you you bring up a great point there. Um, People struggle. People go through many different stages of life. Um, And could we talk Hitler out of being Hitler? I I don't know that answer. Um, And when you look at... I had it, and I was letting you go, and I, I let you go too long because I forgot it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> that happens sometimes. You, well, you, you touched uh, on something very I, important that I want to make sure we go back to because Nazism and, and this change of, of personality, this this drawing into uh, what's going on. I, I'm reading a post you put up uh, from Bueller, or Bueller. Is it Bueller, right? Like Bueller? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about your friends becoming white supremacists. You invested your time in this white supremacist person. The, the, the problem I'm seeing right now is uh, people are so divided. Nobody knows what anybody's really talking about. It, it's not it's, – it's, Nobody's listening. No, well, nobody's this- listening. And there was, a great, yeah. there was a great video that came out from um, the, the rally in Boston where this guy just went up and he said, "Hey, listen, I want to know why I should why I should sympathize with you, why I should join your group." Talking to a bunch of left wingers, you know, and and they just started screaming at him. Yeah, they're yelling at him. They're and and listen, I don't support any groups. I don't I don't unite with a group. I I am me. I if it comes down to it, I will take my boat and my family and go to a fucking island in the middle of nowhere and figure out how to survive. Because I, I don't want to be part of any group anymore. 
I, it, it's, I agree. It's I not support worth philosophies. It. I don't support groups because I, groups are made up of flawed humans. I don't even know if I support philosophies because the, the philosophies are made by flawed humans. You know, <laughs> it, well, as long as they don't force their, force their philosophy on you, that's fine. You know, there's all sorts of philosophies going on in this world, but you know, they're not forcing it down our throats. Right, absolutely. That, well, that's for true. For instance, voluntarism is a philosophy that I endorse. Empathy is a philosophy that I endorse. The Great. idea that if you can put yourself in another person's shoes, even if you disagree with them, but if you can try to understand why they have come to the conclusions of these beliefs, even bad beliefs that they have, that it fosters connection between you and them, and then maybe they'll be open to hearing your better ideas rather than holding on to those malignant ideas. So how do we and, how do we bring Chris back around? How do we bring people that are are drawn into something because of loneliness or because of inability to maybe connect in other ways? Uh, I think patience. Probably patience is the a large part of empathy because you have to have the patience to sit and and listen through the nonsense. And, and kind of be patient and not rush to judgment and not jump down his throat, but just listen and then mirror back and say, you know what, Chris, what I hear you saying is that you feel threatened because you think Jews are controlling your life and you think Mexicans are trying to steal your job. But, and then, and then once he feels like, yeah, you know, Dan, you do understand me. You understand what I'm trying to say. You're the first person that tried to listen to me. Everybody else is screaming at me. Everybody in the Free State Project screamed at me and kicked me out every time I came up with, you know, some kind of new idea. Um, but you're listening to me. I mean, obviously, this is not a conversation I've actually had with him. I reached out to him last week, and he kind of rejected and mocked my, um, my, you know, me reaching out to try and just say, listen, man, I, I see you a lot and I'm here for you if you need emotional support. Right. I don't condone, condone what you're doing, but, but I'm I your friend and I'm here you. if you need me. I still care about you as a friend. Yeah. And he kind of mocked me a little bit. He called me a Jew and, and whatever. And, but I get what? it. Well, still see, now that's pain. But see, so I, ha well, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. I, 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 I could have taken offense to that, and I could have said, you know what, fuck you, the whole world hates you, I hate you too, goodbye, good riddance, whatever. But I didn't. I was patient, and I said, I knew he was just... Lashing out type thing? It's his bravado. Because then he's crying in a video. Yeah, he's on another point, and it's clear in the video that he's high on meth, and he's crying. And he's saying, you know, we talk a lot of shit on the internet, but we didn't really mean it. You know, so he's he's kind of he's in that place, and it was that video that really showed me that he's in a real place of pain. So you think he's and, using hard yeah. drugs? I am pretty confident. I know he's tried meth. I'm pretty confident that he is probably on meth at the moment. I have friends that who used meth and have been addicted to meth who looked at him during that video and said he shows all the signs. I'm not a meth expert myself, but, no, but I was told by somebody that I trust that um, they believe that he was high on meth in that video. Okay. And it makes sense. Look, look, people that are in pain lots of times turn to drugs. Chris has always been an alcoholic uh, as, far, as long as I've known him. As a matter of fact, when I met him, he had to report, turn himself in to go to jail for a DWI. So, and he went away for a couple of months for that. But 
he has always tried to medicate himself. And then he tried the comedy. He was trying to do comedy. I remember as a that. Kind I, of. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so, and he never really succeeded. No one really accepted him. And I think all of that has played a role in driving him into the arms of white supremacists. And I'm not saying it's anybody else's responsibility but his. He made those choices. But if more people had empathized with him, would he have made those choices? Or would he have connected with, with people in, who have good ideas and continue to grow as a person? You know, there's no way well, to really know. But I just feel... Well, hold on, Danny. Dig ahead, really, Dave. Well, Danny, you, you know, because he was, he was so involved in the Liberty community and lived in Keene, New Hampshire, where there are the most you know, empathetic people uh, that I find in the world... Uh, they probably were empathetic to him the whole time of his downfall. Now, I kind of appreciate the fact that you reached out to him in kind of a nice way, but I wouldn't let him back in my life unless he said sorry and he wanted back in. I, I wouldn't open the door for him. I'd, I'd wait for him to knock on it. Yeah, and I can absolutely understand, and I, I can see why people would want to take that. And, and it's fine because maybe it's not for everybody to, to keep trying. I, I don't know why I have this feeling that if, if I keep kind of reaching out to him, and I'm not pestering him every day, but if once in a while I send him a text and say, look, I see what's happening, I'm watching what's going on in the media, and look, I, I'm here if you, if you need to talk or whatever. So just, just so he knows, and maybe he'll reach out to me one day in a moment of crisis and say, you know what, I am really sorry for all this stuff. I got myself into it. I started saying shit, and people started applauding me, all these alt-writers who are are my podcast fans started cheering me on and I liked I, I, I liked the attention and I liked the praise and I got addicted to it so I just kept continuing and you know that could be what happened too because he was so desperate for attention and and maybe one day he'll he'll confess that and he will say he's sorry or maybe he won't but at least I I cried because right, right. after the, the, the short text conversation that I had with him the other day I, I he might be suicidal. And as far as the COINTELPRO thing <laughs> Well, if goes, he's using big drugs like would, that, too, then, you know, that that's not going to help you very much. I would not be surprised if he got caught with drugs or illegal guns or something like that. Yeah, become a CC. And, and inform he's playing a role, and he doesn't want to play the role, and that's why he's crying on these videos and kind of trying to backtrack a little bit and say he's sorry and say, oh, I was just showboating for Vice, when maybe it was the feds forcing him to do it, or somebody, law enforcement, forcing him to do it, and maybe he wasn't really comfortable doing it, and maybe it's somewhere in between all of these theories. Well, you're maybe really bringing us these- down an interesting uh, angle here, Danny. Uh, Danny Ponzella. Well, I know how I know how the FBI works. So. Yeah, uh, no, that's a, that's an interesting angle. Cause I, you know, I, I kind of thought maybe he might be a, 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 a confidential informant or a, a COINTELPRO type person. Uh, but if it well, is all, if he is into, which I never thought about the meth, I never thought about hard drug use by him. If he is into something like that, um, that's a very easy, controllable person. You give it to him. You yes, make sure they have right. it. So I, I see where you're going and that. You know, that, that actually opens my eyes a little bit. And that's that I, I hope people listening and I hope this gets out that maybe that's part of the problem with him. Cause you know, again, I interviewed the guy. I liked the guy. I enjoyed talking with him. He was a little brash, but you know what? I'm an asshole too. I can be brash sometimes. So yeah, I, I would rather well, believe that's what's happening. Honestly. I also want to 
repeat again that that does not absolve him of any of his actions. He's still personally responsible for everything. No one else, even if no one in the world ever loved him, he's still responsible for his actions. True. But it's understandable. Well, if you got a fed with a, if you got a fed banging you in the back of the head, going, "Hey, you're going to do this. Hey, you're going to do this," I, I can excuse him then. Honestly, let's let's yeah. be honest. If that's the case, it's what I'm bringing up. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have accepted a deal. I would rather go down. I mean, we know people in our community have done that, mm-hmm. who have done that, right? I mean, we know people in the in yeah, the I could, liberty I, movement. I, I can name people yeah. who have I, caught I, drugs and turned informant. And yep. you know what? I would rather just come out and say, "Look." Guys, I got caught. I'm going to go to jail. They're probably going to convict me, but I'm not. They want me to be an informant, but I'm going to do it. But not everybody has that strength of character, and that's okay. It's not a judgment against him if he did accept some kind of plea because he's probably really afraid. Yeah, I, and I could see that. And I jail never thought that angle, him. brother. I never thought that angle, and I, I'm glad you brought it to me. Jail is not going to be a safe place for white supremacists. <laughs> well, know, I mean, no, it could be. I mean, eighty percent. <laughs> percent of the uh, prison population is people of color so a white supremacist is not going to be very safe in a prison yeah that that is, that is true but there's also their they got groups and they got friends as long as you're you know i don't know yeah, I know. you know i, I know how we, the gang culture yeah, works we don't need to get into all that but uh danny ponzella uh peaceful streets project founder or or co-founder or, or helper um the the <laughs> he's been there for a while you you also do um what was the other one we had there oh the uh the the does pop cure cancer you've been working on that for a while last time we talked that's what we we talked about um how's that's that going right. yeah not to get off, you know. I'd like to get some update on that, though. Yeah, sure. I need to. I need to do another crowdfunding campaign to to fund the next phase of the project. Uh, it's almost finished. I'm almost finished with shooting, uh, rather, and then I'm going to have to start editing. So um, we're gonna. I'm going to have to do a crowdfunding campaign at some point to to raise the money I need for the next phase. Let me know when, but, yeah, and I'll help share, brother. All right. Thank you very much. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, It's good things because, you know what, I have family members that have fibromyalgia that have, um, you know, diseases that that could be well treated via medical marijuana. Uh, Here in Florida, we're we're dealing with the fucking stupid ass uh, legislature legislator that won't uh, uh put the put the the rules through you know we we the people have voted for illegal uh, or medical marijuana here in the state of florida but they're not cooperating with us and they they're, they're dragging their yeah. feet and they're not letting it they go did, through they did the same thing in new york they take they they pass it so the governor can pretend he's a progressive and say oh yeah we passed medical marijuana but then they take forever to actually design the program and create the rules and it's just a stall tactic. Well, you got to remember here in the state of Florida, it was a constitutional state of Florida constitutional amendment. So that that's oh, different than just voting it in. Yeah, right. So we're, we're at a point now where lawsuits are starting to be uh, perpetuated forward. John Morgan is, is, right. is getting ready to, you know, bring his whole firm into it. So I hope we can move that forward. And that's an important thing to me. And, and anytime we can help you with that, I, I totally forgot about that. If we can ever help you with that, please reach out to me and let me know. Great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Absolutely. Uh, so back to, back to Cantwell, back to neo-Nazis, uh, back to Anaphis or Anafe or Anafuck or whatever their name is. 
<laughs> um, you, earlier in the show here, before we brought you on board, I had played this video that was on the Boston Anafuck page um, that described their flag and talked about what their flag represented. Have you ever seen this or, 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 or watched what their flag represents? It's the anarcho-communist uh, flag. Right, which is a combination of anarchy, socialism, and communism. Mm-hmm. When I read that, and my wife like broke down laughing, I wish she was here to talk about it. She fell down laughing when she read that. She's like, "This is that's not even compatible." I mean, two of them are, but the other one, like, that's complete oxymoron. Yeah, well, I haven't done a, a whole lot of um, research on anarcho-communism, but assuming that they treat if if they're willing to use violence against people that they disagree with, um, I'm guessing they're willing to use violence to enforce um, communism. And I don't know how that makes them anarcho-communists, but um, honestly, well, I don't know enough about it to to really about that. <laughs> it, does, it does seem contradictory to me. Go ahead, go ahead, Dave from Guatemala. That's why he's so choppy right now there, Danny. Words have meaning, right? So anarchy means without rules. Like hierarchy, monarchy, that means, you know, monarchy means one rule, hierarchy means a bunch of rulers. Anarchy means no rule. It's just like the A for atheist. Um, When you add socialist and communist to it, that's, you know, it's a government rule. They are direct opposites of anarchy. Right, complete direct opposites. Yeah, it's complete direct opposites because, like, as Dave was saying, you know, you got socialists and communists who who want rulers, who want control, who want government to to feed to them. Where an anarchist doesn't want anything; they just want to be left alone. Well, if you have a of uh, you know, them voluntary. If I can walk into a, to a communist an anarcho communist community and say I want to be a part of this, and then after six months I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm carrying too much of the load here. I'm doing all the work, and everybody else is just taking my resources. I don't want to be a part of this. If I can walk away, well, fine. And that's great. You guys can have your anarcho-community. Uh, that can exist within an anarcho-communist don't feel the same way about free market anarchists or agorists or any other type of of anarchists, they feel you all have to be part of anarcho-communism, or or your enemy. Um, right, and that's so, a big problem because there is no it's us or nothing. It's it's we have to work together. It, 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 that's no, what Hitler did. Together, you can just you can just leave me alone, right? You take take have your anarcho-communist. You know, you can take over Queens if you want and make that anarcho-communist. I'm going to stay in Brooklyn. <laughs> Isn't that working together, though, by you going and doing your thing and leaving me alone? That's still working together. Sure. Yes, absolutely. You're right. In a sense. In a sense. I know it's a crazy sense, but it is a sense. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Antifa. Let's talk about the hypocrisy of Antifa. And our communism is the truth is that most people who, quote, unquote, identify themselves with Antifa are not anarcho-communists. There's a lot of people who are leftists. Now, in Charlottesville, there are a lot of people that are just kind of run-of-the-mill, you know, anti-racist. And this is really, I, I actually had been spoke, speaking about this the other night, that 
Um, oh, man, I Did, just lost that train of thought. Doesn't that I suck was, when that happens? See, you were laughing at me <laughs> earlier, man. <laughs> it sucks when that happens. I, I think it, wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, People are conflating being against fascism with support Antifa, the organization. See, there's, the, there's the, the problem. So I support the concept of Black Lives Matter, the fact that Black Lives Matter as much as anyone else's life. I can support that concept. I don't support every organization that comes under the Black Lives Matter uh, banner because there are some black supremacist groups. There are black nationalist groups. That I don't agree with. I don't support the guy that shot the five cops in New York or wherever the hell it was uh, a year ago under the name of Black Lives Matter. Exactly. So I can agree with Antifa about being against fascism. That doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with them about thinking that violence is an acceptable tactic to use against Anybody that I disagree with, or, or you know, whether they're not this, or libertarians, I attacked in t- in uh, Union Square by Antifa. As a matter of fact, if you Google Antifa in my name, you'll probably find there are blog posts written by Antifa in New York about me, you know, and and other libertarians, uh, you know, labeling me an enemy. And I've been physically assaulted for no other reason, not even arguing about politics, just identifying as a libertarian. So, I mean, if you think that attacking somebody who says they're a libertarian, not even saying I'm a Nazi or I'm a white supremacist, but just attacking somebody who says they're libertarian, if you think that's the path to peace, you're confused. And I don't think most people that right now are supporting Antifa really believe that. I don't. They're not anarcho-communists. I don't even think they're really extreme leftists. I don't think they, they understand just, what it is. They're being pushed into that camp. So because, because they're, they're anti-Nazi, you have to be anti-Nazi. If you're anti-Nazi, you have to be anti Right. Exactly. And so that's how the left-right paradigm works, right? Right. You're exactly. Either right or you're left. So if and if you're if you're a centrist, if you're in the middle, can we just be human same. beings? Well, th- we could be we, if you know we could be undo nice. our left versus right programming. Yeah. But what what people are are doing is saying, well, if you're a centrist, that means you're just non-committal or you're lukewarm or you know that's almost worse, right? So there's the alt left now and the alt right, and everybody else is just kind of shades of. So everybody who's on the right is a shade of racist. Some are more racist than others. That's Some very racist to say because I don't want to be a shade because I'm on the other side. I'm different, you know. I don't. Why, why do I have to be a shade? Well, I think that. So the problem is that many libertarians still have and still fall for the left-right paradigm and identify as right or left libertarians. Okay. That's not the case. Right. Libertarianism is above. It's it's apart from. It's outside of the box that is the. Left versus right paradigm it's not left or right it simply is libertarianism so but because uneducated people who claim to be libertarians the truth is that most of these people were never really libertarians they were right wingers or left wingers who agreed with libertarianism to a certain degree and so therefore identified as libertarians and that's why so quickly people like Gigi bowman and tracy diaz and and some of these activists used to be very close with 
now won't even speak to me mm-hmm. because they have gone so far to the right into, into the alt right that they just view me. They, they call me now. They're saying that I'm funded by. I mean, Gigi Bowman actually told me that I must be funded by George Soros. I mean, this is the most ridiculous thing. She knows me so well. She was literally like an older sister to me for years. That's how close we were. Wouldn't you consider somebody like that, though, that would swing like that on you as somebody who might have fallen to the other side and, and is being funded themselves? No, I think that Gigi is an emotional person. Um, she has never been very, um, you know, I hate to say it, she's never been a thinker. You know, she's not a deep thinker. She's not into philosophy. She's not a really smart person. Is that what you're saying there, buddy? I mean, <laughs> I was trying to be a little more diplomatic than that. But, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it for you then. <laughs> she's always been more of an emotional reactionary. And I understand that because I used to be that way, too. It takes a lot of discipline for me to think and, and philosophize and, and kind of really consider get- my actions. I'm. I'm a, I'm the type of guy I'm a, I'm I'm a Brooklyn you know I'm like a New Yorker too you know where I I react first and you, you say something to me and my first reaction is to want to say something back mm. it takes a lot of discipline for me to stay quiet listen empathize and then respond and I'm honestly I'm still not that great at it I'm a I'm Jersey trying, boy dude so I I got I'm you working it. so <laughs> you, know? you get it too you yeah. know we're all the same up in the Northeast so if you so, can't yeah. figure it out from while we're talking here. <laughs> So and Tracy's the same. Look, I can I can understand where they're coming from, and again, they're just they've fallen into that left versus right paradigm, and somehow they think they're above it, but they willingly associate with the alt right, and then claim, oh, you're you're the one falling for the left versus right paradigm. You're the one falling for division. Well, the only people that are falling for division are the ones that are on the side of hate. If right. you hate anybody, if you hate left, if you hate right. You've fallen for the left versus right paradigm. I agree with you 100% on that comment right there, Danny. That is the main problem that we have. If we could all just realize that we're all human beings, that we all have the same color blood deep down inside, that we all have you know wants and needs, but we have to remember that we are the same. We, we That's what we are. We're, we're human right. beings. And that's what that's it right. comes down to. That's what matters. That's what I wish more people would realize that we we could get past all this if we could just realize that one fact right there absolutely and that's how the left versus right paradigm works and that's how they keep us divided because once we unite once we connect and empathize with each other even people that we see as different from each other and realize you know what we're really not so different most people really just want to live in peace and enjoy their lives and enjoy their families and i don't care if you're black red yellow it doesn't matter most people that's what they want and when we can realize that and come together and then identify the real enemy which are the status the Mm -hmm. ones that want to use coercive power to control other people elitist deep inside lives because they think they own us because they don't understand that all humans are sovereignty are sovereign and are born with natural sovereignty which is where our rights stem from Right. So once once we can we join forces and realize that their game is up and that's why they have to try so hard to keep us divided. And, you know, it's it's human nature, unfortunately. Empathy, except with with babies, empathy is not and really a natural and, and puppies <laughs> and, pup, and puppies. Maybe. <laughs> empathy is not is not really a natural at least the way we are now, at least the way society is now, the way we've... This day and age, yeah. 
it's not natural empathy anymore. It takes a lot of effort. Do you have a pr- and, do you have a prediction or um, maybe not a prediction, but maybe a, a concern or a thought of where where you think it's going to go? Well, like, do do you think there's a possibility that that humanity is going to stand up together and realize that we're being controlled uh, by outside forces? No matter what you think that outside force may be, whether it's government, whether it's aliens, whether it's ghost, I don't really care. But do, yeah. do you do you think that that's going to happen, or are we are we going to have a hard time? I'm hopeful. Yeah, we will have a hard time because life is a hard time, and and that's True. okay. Um, but I am hopeful, and I think people are waking up more than ever before, and I think that things like. Uh, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about Trump. I think things like the election of Trump, as as in my estimation, as horrible as it has been, and that the the things that he's done, and I think it's good that he. You know, it, Hillary would have been business as usual. Oh, Hill, we we would already be halfway dead if Hillary was elected. Honestly. He, and he, uh, I don't think so. I think they would have continued the slow mission creep that they've been doing for the So past you think they ignited it faster years. because of Trump? Which I wouldn't be surprised I think, by. I still yeah, think, I think uh, Danny, real fast, I still think that we're going to see the assassination of him and we're going to see a President Pence before the four years is over. That's still deep inside I what I think is going to happen. I mean, it's possible, but I don't know. I think the deep state probably liked the fact that, that look, Trump is very easily manipulated. All you have to do is appeal to his ego. He's a very superficial person. True. So he's probably very easy to control, you know, through through advisors and whatnot. Who knows? You know, I, I don't even have any confidence that he's really paying attention to much. And the state is really probably just doing what it wants. And then he just gets on TV and makes a statement. You know, I, I don't know. I, he's just I, there to distract us and, and allow them to do their thing in the background. Right. And I think that, yes, that could be why they switched it up, because honestly, I never thought for a minute that he would actually get in. I, I never thought, thought he would either. And I, I actually voted for him. I, I don't know if you knew this. I've actually voted for him because I thought they were going to rig the election so strongly that he was going to lose and it was going to be a disgrace and we were going to have Clinton. So I wanted to be able to say, hey, listen, it's not my fault. And now I got to say, well, hey, listen, it's my fault. <laughs> no. I figured I, I figured they I figure they probably thought that he's such a hothead they could get him pretty much to do anything. And he has no real principle. He has no real ideology. True. Just, you know, look, anybody, you guys, if you're from Brooklyn and, and the Eastern Seaboard, then pretty much most people here know that he's always been like a limousine liberal. He's never, he's never been a conservative. So I'm supposed to believe all of a sudden he's this conservative who wants to make America great again. Dude, I worked in Atlantic live- City. Oh, so yeah, you know. <laughs> I worked at the casinos in Atlantic City. I worked for Bally's. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah, so I know <laughs> exactly. People, people who know him since before The Apprentice, you know, as a local celebrity, know that he, that's the way he's been. Not like, you know. So I mean, I can understand other people outside of New York and the metro area believing that he may have been a conservative if they never really paid much attention to him, you know, prior to. Oh, he's a good businessman. You know, he must be conservative. He's anyway, not really a good businessman, but yeah, okay. Well, right, right. I mean, but that's you know another thing. You know, he's the poor man's rich man, right? So well, that's, I never I think, heard that what? term, the poor man's rich man. That's a new one. <laughs> well, 
But look, think about it. He's not really that wealthy in the grand scheme of things. I mean, he can't stand up next to George Soros or the Cokes or any of these guys in terms of wealth. He's you know he's rich compared to us, but he's not rich in the grand scheme. So he's like the white trash of rich people. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, I, I don't use that term, white trash, because I think it's a, a racist term. But but yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> Right. That's I, I'm white. I could say it's white trash. That's a, see, you know, I mean, you, know, you follow me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny, Danny. Tell everybody where they can find you at. Oh boy, you can find my Does Pock Your Cancer project at doespockyourcancer dot com, uh, peacefulstreetsnyc dot com. Um, if you're into cop watching, I have a great cop watching manual that I wrote and put up there. And it's a way to really keep the streets peaceful rather than antagonize cops so they commit more violence. Um, check that out, definitely. And, uh, you know, you can find me on Facebook at, uh, at Danny Penzel, I think, is my Facebook and my Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. That's I believe that's what it is, too. Danny, listen, I appreciate it, man. It's been a while since we talked. Uh, if Again, I say this to you every time. If there's anything I can help you with, if you need some promotion, if, you, if you're trying to reach out to other areas and I can help you, please let me know. All right, great. Thanks a lot for having me on, Sean. I appreciate All right, brother. It. You have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. Bye, Danny. Bye. I love talking to the guy. He's a good guy. You know, he, he he's honest, and I agree with the love, Dave. Don't you believe we should have some more love? Dave? Did I leave Dave? Lose Dave? Dave? Are you there? I might have, I, I might have lost Dave. Four Toad is gone. That's all right. We're at the end of the show. I want to uh, thank Danny. Make sure you guys check him out. PotCuresCancer.com. Uh, Danny Panzella, right on Facebook, on Twitter. You'll find him. He's a good guy. He shares some great stuff. Um, and, and you know, I agree with the, the uh, you guys, if you listen to me for any period of time at all, you know. It just takes a little bit of love. All we have to do is love humanity. We have to work together as humans. We have to, to say, hey, listen, this is what's going on, man. This is this is why I love you. Let, let's do it. Let's Let's be happy. Let's fix all this crap. It's about time that we get past our differences we get past our anger all right guys i will talk to you next week be safe be cool and you enjoy life go hug somebody go tell somebody that you love them but you know what i love you guys peace out make sure you stick around for ease be eats ease biz and beats on the D. And some Gorilla Radio. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time 
in the dirt to see grace We're trying to be real, they tend to be fake But I'm risking it all, with no time to waste Fuck this rat race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off, destination space The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life, now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us, and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent, and the light show from a Oh